welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Redefined Sisters podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing Mary Magdalene. And I have a fun question to start. So, Emily, do you prefer a sandy or a rocky beach? Well, you know me, I can't choose one or the other. So it's going to have to be both (laughs) because (laughs) I love the white sandy beaches in Florida. We love going to seaside, but I also enjoy the rocky beaches in California. My brother and I actually hiked up the mountains there and it was really really beautiful and honestly it takes your breath away and literally I I was out of breath so (laughs) that sounds beautiful I would have to say I I feel like both would have such a special place I have not been to a rocky beach I would love to one day just to experience it the beaches I've been on are sandy for the most part and That's been like the Indiana State Dunes. That's where we go hiking. Um, I have been to one beach in Florida, and it was super exciting. But I would love to go to a rocky beach one day. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been to the dunes. I think they were in Colorado one time. Um, I just remember there was a bear by our tent. And Oh, my goodness. It freaked me out. (laughs) I was like... Okay, I'm done. We're going home. Let's pack up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that had to be like really cool to see a bear like that close, but absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I just remember that part and like hiking up the dunes. That was fun. But then after that, I I was ready to go back home. So I understand. Dunes are also (laughs) really exciting to hike up, but it takes a lot of energy because so many of them are so steep. Yeah, yeah, they're steep. That's the thing. That's what makes it hard. Yeah, but it's so worth it. It's such a good workout. Yes, great workout. I love moving my body. (laughs) Yes, same here. So today, ladies, we are going to continue the Great Commission series, and our focus will be on Mary Magdalene, her conversion, and becoming a devoted follower of Christ and involvement in the resurrection account. So grab a cup of coffee, a journal, and your Bible. As I just said, we are discussing Mary Magdalene, her encounter with Jesus, and the involvement in the resurrection. I, Jordan, will be your host, along with my dear friend, Emily. Hi, ladies. She is also the founder of Redefined Sisters. We are thankful for you and your gracious support of this ministry and podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So we are going to start by reading Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who have been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons have gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's house manager, 
and Susanna and many others who provided for them out of their means. So here we see Jesus and his disciples walking through village and cities. Along with them are a few women named Joanna, wife of Chusa, and Susanna. But Mary's who we are focusing on today. Mary had been healed from seven demons in her town of Magdala. Mary's occupation is unknown, but she is one of the few to contribute funds to help support Jesus's ministry. Well, thank you, Jordan. So I'm going to read again from my study Bible. This is a little mention about women who follow Jesus from the commentator. And I wanted to read it because I thought it was really, really good as we were studying Mary Magdalene. So it says, unique to Luke is this account of the women who supported Christ's work. Yet another example of the unlikely people who responded to Christ and his message. These women were healed of various diseases and illnesses by Jesus. Seven demons had come out of Mary Magdalene. Luke does not specify how Joanna, the wife of Chusa, and Susanna were healed, but they were among the many supporting Jesus from their own possessions. Luke emphasized the sacrifice and commitment made by these women for women to be a part of the party traveling with preachers in the first century was uncommon. Jesus had large crowds following him in groups, probably for protection and possibly even for fellowship. When the young boy Jesus was thought to be part of the group traveling from the temple, the entourage was large enough that Mary and Joseph did not initially realize Jesus was not in the group. So I think these, like the what the commentators put in here, is actually very helpful to understanding the passage. So this is not actually a part of the text, but um, I think it's important information that we can um, glean from those who have studied scripture. So women never traveled alone and did not travel as much as men because of the difficulties and dangers, as well as their responsibilities in the home. In this case, for women to be included in the large entourage would not have been as unusual as the fact that they were obviously considered among the inner circle of disciples and were specifically named as part of the group. There's no indication in the text as to the length of travel or distance covered or how far they went from their homes. From the high value Jesus placed on children in the home, you can be sure that he was not encouraging women to neglect their home responsibilities. Jesus recognized women as full-fledged disciples, something completely unheard of in his day. These women not only gave sacrificially of their resources, but they also exhibited extraordinary devotion and selfless service to Jesus, giving of their time and energy to be a part of his traveling ministry. So in conclusion, there are many generous women who have contributed to the ministry of Christ. I loved that because it really is important to take a good look that women didn't travel alone back then and seeing it from like a completely different perspective because it was a time, a different time period. It's yeah. that's such good information. I absolutely loved that. Yes. And again, this is the CSB study Bible for women by Holman Bible Publishers. So I, actually, and we will, we will link that in the description box below also. Okay, so I'm going to read John 19:25 for us. So standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And then I will go over to chapter 20 and read verses 1 through 2 in the book of John. 
On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark. She saw the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she went running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they put him. And lastly, I can read Matthew 28, 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to view the tomb. There was a violent earthquake because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. The guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. The angel told the women, don't be afraid because I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay, then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then Jesus met them and said, greetings. They came up to hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus told them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. So in, in these accounts, we see Mary at the foot of the cross during the crucifixion while others fled in fear. She continued to pour out her love for her savior despite others turning away from him. Thank you for reading that and also including John 20 verses one through two and those verses in Matthew because it's so good to view them from the different books of the gospel and adding in just others, like other verses as well. I am going to read Mark chapter 15, verse 47, and then we are going to get into Luke. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, saw where he was laid. And then we are going to go into Luke we're going to be looking at chapter 23, verse 56. Then they returned to prepare the spices and ointments. On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. Both of these verses serve as importance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, Jesus's mother, were watching Joseph of Arimathea to see the tomb. After this, they went back and prepared perfumes and spices to complete a more thorough anointing of Jesus's body at sunrise the day after the Sabbath. Yeah, I, I really like that. So I next I'm going to read John 20 verses 11 through 18. So Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she was crying, she stooped to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white sitting there where Jesus's body had been laying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you crying? Because they've taken away my Lord, she told them, and I don't know where they've put him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. Woman, Jesus said to her, why are you crying? Who is it that you're seeking? Supposing he was the gardener, she replied, sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, turning around, um, she said something in Aramaic, which means teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus told her, since I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and tell them that I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them what he had said to her. 
So we see that Mary goes to the tomb early while it is still dark and finds it is empty. And as she was crying, she sees two angels where Christ was laid. And then they tell her of how the Lord was taken away. And she truly doesn't know where he is at this point. And so she quickly turns around to find a man whom she believed was the gardener. And it was Jesus. This would be amazing. That really would be, that would probably be, she was probably shocked to turn around yeah. and just see a man standing there. Yeah, for sure. But especially after like not realizing it was Jesus. And then she's like, oh, and that, uh, I can only imagine her feelings after that. So during this conversation, Jesus asks her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? And as she pleads with him to tell her where the body is, Jesus simply says, Mary. And she immediately recognizes his voice, which honestly shows that she was a true follower. She recognizes his voice. And he says to her, do not cling to me, for I have not ascended to my father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Then he sets her on the path to spread this joyous news. My thoughts on why Jesus appeared to her alone and first is because a woman, Eve, was the first to cause the fall of the world, as we saw in Genesis. And now Mary, a woman who has been redeemed, is part of the justification. Mary was not a woman of excellence. Remember, she also had seven demons within her at one point, but Christ saved her and she became a devoted follower. Yeah, that's really good. And then I wanted to go back when I was reading verse 16, when she kind of turned around and she said in Aramaic, Rabboni, which um, in my notes in my study Bible actually means my master, my teacher. Um, so I, I just really liked that. It was an affection addressed to Jesus from Mary um, when she said that. So I thought that was really good. I think so too. It really just shows how devoted she was to him as her savior and her teacher. Yes, absolutely. And so in this study Bible, we have a character profile that I want to read to you, ladies. So she was, a, Mary Magdalene was a resident of the village of Magdala. So she was popular, identified as a prostitute, although there is no textual evidence for that view. So we don't know specifically if that is correct or not. So she was delivered from seven demons. She financially supported Jesus' ministry. She witnessed the crucifixion and burial of Jesus. She went to the tomb early Sunday morning and reported it empty to Peter. She saw two angels in the tomb and spoke with them. She was the first to see the risen Lord. She delivered a message to the disciples. So through her life, we honestly see Jesus' mercy and forgiveness. And um, as we saw with the woman at the well, like he transformed her life um, in one single encounter that she had with him, right? And she was devoted to him, you know, since that moment she followed him and loved him, um, even when he was on the cross. When many deserted and fled away, she she remained. Yes, this story is one of my favorites, and I love discussing Mary. But before we end our time today, Emily, what was your favorite part of our conversation today? 
Oh, I would definitely say that Mary just was so devoted to Jesus that even when others turned away, she followed him to the cross and just her contribution to give financially to support his earthly ministry. And I just think like through her example, it should encourage us to sacrificially follow Jesus wherever he may lead, no matter what, maybe no matter the cost um, that comes with that, um, whether that's financial or that's just sacrificing our time or uh, losing our lives for the sake of Christ. Um, so yeah, I think this is a beautiful story of what Christ has done in her life. I absolutely agree with how she was so devoted to Jesus at all points of his ministry and financially gave which I'm sure women at that time also did not have a lot of money, but she was just so giving and loving towards his ministry. And having her example, it should encourage us to be completely devoted to Christ. Yeah, for sure. So what can we personally do to fulfill the call that Jesus has given us as women forever changed by the gospel? Well, I think we talked about this in our last episode, but I think it's just, you know, faithfully declaring what God has done in our own lives by sharing our testimony with others, um, whether this be our friends, our family, our neighbors, our coworkers. And we did mention this in the last episode, but like even our children are our neighbors and children are born, they're not saved, right? They're born into sin and brokenness. And so we have this opportunity to disciple our children and to point them to Christ. And, you know, sometimes this takes a lifetime, but um, the point being that our children are our closest neighbors and our family is our closest neighbor to not just the neighbors that live next to us, but um, so I think that's important to mention and coworkers, right? We probably have coworkers that don't know Jesus and can share what God has done in our own lives. We can also participate in the work that God is doing in our local churches by serving and teaching other women to follow Jesus. So I think, I think, yeah, I think we talked about this in our other episode, but it's just important to, you know, reiterate and point out again. Yeah, I agree. Our families are one of the most important ministries of our lives and our children and teaching them how to love the Lord is extremely important and making it known to them that your past is not going to define you, that God's going to love you no matter what. And digging into our local church, giving them our time and our love, like the, what we can do for others would impact them more than anything by showing them love in a Christ-like way with exactly what Jesus did with the woman at the well and Mary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're both great examples. Yeah. I love I loved walking through this. Yes, same here. So thank you so much for joining us, ladies, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, ladies. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash redefined sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.